Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking some practical help, some practical tips, especially today from self-help skills, thanks to your therapy source, Com. We want our kids, we want everybody to be as independent as possible, especially with self-help skills and everyday routines. So here are some ideas with the help of your therapy source, how that could be done and how we could go about that. Make sure you have time to give the child your undivided attention when you're first teaching a new skill or routine. Likewise, Make sure that the child is paying attention when learning the skill. Minimize distractions and create a quiet environment at first. We gotta break down the skill into simple steps. Give specific directions on how to do the task and how to move on to the next step and how to go about whatever task you want them to be doing. You want them to be focused and you want them to be involved and you want it to be a good experience for them. You want them to understand what to do and you want them to work it out. So for example, if you're trying to wash your hands, a good visual cue in addition to modeling the behavior would be good. So that would be good to do as well. So you would wet the hands and then you talk about the soap and how you wash for 20 seconds, talking about happy birthday. And then you talk about rinsing and drying and turning off the water with the paper towel. We also want to demonstrate each step as we move through the sequence. Check if the child understands fully before you move on to the next step. We want to try to use the same wording on each step-by-step direction for consistency. As the child becomes more independent, reduce the verbal cues until they can be discontinued completely. We want them to be able to learn the skill. We want them to see the skill and be able to figure out what's going on with this skill so that would be good for them to be able to learn from especially the provider, especially from the parent, especially from us as we're trying to teach it to them. We want them to be able to learn it the best way possible. So we have to give the time, break down into simple steps, and we want to make sure to give specific directions like with the washing the hands, the wetting, then the soap, then the rubbing, then the washing, then the rinsing, the drying, and the turning off the water, the visual images and photographs for each step is really good. And when each step is completed, they can move on to the next picture. And if you demonstrate each step as you move through the sequence, you make sure they understand fully before moving on to the next step would also be very good. Try to use the same wording on each step-by-step direction for consistency. As the child becomes more independent, reduce the verbal cues or whatever cues or prompts you're using until they can be discontinued completely. Encourage and praise the child for each step that is accomplished. If a child is unable to complete a step, you can help with that one step. Always work to slowly fade away your assistance. That's the idea of backward chaining. There's forward chaining and backward chaining, but helping a little less, a little less, a little less not helping them completely each step letting them figure out what to do is also very good if able offer a choice to help the child feel more independent for the hand washing example offer two different kinds of soaps to choose for dressing skills let the child pick out his or her clothes a lot of times when i'm getting the kids ready 
for the morning if I set out the clothes before and I'll show it to them and say, do you want this one? Do you want this one? Then we lay it out and they know it's going to be worn for school tomorrow. They see it wait, waiting for them on the dresser on the bed and they're excited to wear it. A lot of times I have to fight them choosing what to wear in the morning if I don't lay it on in advance. So it's good to let them choose. It's good to see in advance what they want so they could pick out those clothing for him or her and they could definitely get choices. Also, always offer some positive reinforcement. For example, if you complete a certain number of steps, then you will be able to choose a book to read, play with a toy for a special toy for a few minutes, and different things like that. Giving them tokens, giving them rewards, giving them actual physical things is very good, especially if they do that. For our second son, Trying to potty train him, what we did was we gave him, if he made X number of times, 9 number of times, 12 number of times, etc., we gave him that Melissa and Doug airplane or the Melissa and Doug bus, because again, everybody knows they're a wonderful company, I love that company, they have nice wooden toys, and they're good hands-on toys, and nice fine motor stuff, so once he does that, he gets the number of stars, he does the number of times, besides for getting a chocolate immediately, he's working up to an actual toy, an actual thing to get. Also, be patient, take your time completing the routine or skill, provide extra time to complete the skill. Sometimes things take a lot of times. It might take a little while, but that's okay. We want them to learn it. It's not going to be overnight, but we definitely want them to get the skill as much as possible. So extra time is good to get that skill. And celebrate. When a child is consistently independent with a new skill or routine, celebrate the success. Give the child a reward. And there are definitely ways to do that. There are also many low-cost rewards that could be done to do that. We want the kids to feel like they're having a wonderful experience and they want to feel like they are involved and they can have wonderful rewards. You know, there are some ideas for rewards. We just wanted to tell you some rewards. You know, there could be, you could feature them on the wall like a star, star student or a star child. Five minutes of free play with different toys. They could come to a session. They could have play outdoors. They could get to write on the chalkboard or the whiteboard. They could be a printed award or certificate, free play on a tablet, free play on a computer, especially X number of minutes, like five. Play with sidewalk chalk or eat with a friend, eat with a person, being a friend and eat lunch with different people. Special drink like chocolate milk, listen to music during choice time, pick a favorite game to play, bring stuffed animal, play with stuffed animal, borrow a game or a toy, write with a special pen or a pencil, help with jobs or chores, borrow a book from different rooms, play hangman, play catch, help with the skill, and you could announce to the family or announce to people, especially if this is in the school, walk outside, ride bike outdoors, trip to the playground, phone call or note home or note to the other people of the home announcing a job well done, using a therapy ball or special seat to sit on, or playing with fun different things that are like sensitive things, just different rewards in the home or in the classroom that could be good, especially if they're learning a skill, especially a self-help skill, and that also came from yourtherapysource.com. Join us next time as we talk a little bit more, some more tips on self-help skills here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.